it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of I Dig Your Soul podcast with your host, Nadia Khalil. Today's show, today is the 6th of July. It is a Tuesday morning. It's the beginning of the work week here since yesterday was like the observed holiday of the actual holiday, which was on Sunday. So people got an extra day off, which was kind of nice. But today we're back on, so it's kind of a weird beginning of the week in the U.S. today. But today's talk or discussion or conversation is what is behind our decisions when we're at that fork in the road. We make so many decisions a day. Should I do this or that or which way am I going? And some decisions are way bigger and more life-defining than others. It's like, you know, we make a lot of little decisions, but the truth is the way we make Small decisions is the same template we use when we're making big decisions. Every decision we make is the result of the experience we have until that day. That's like the textbooky definition. But the truth is, did we really learn what we learned? Because that's where it shows up. What we learn shows up in our decisions, and if we've had the experience and didn't learn, it will not show up in our decisions, because our decisions will repeat themselves, and then there you go. You're on the treadmill. So how do we get to that best part of us when we need it? How do we get there? Because the love of us is so powerful that it makes our ego look like a big hole in a big wall. And we still sometimes choose that big hole in the big wall. And sometimes we'd rather go through the hole in the wall than to create a path that we really, really want. Even when we know that the ego part of us lives in the chaos of itself and the fame that ego promises you it wants for itself, 
and it uses you to listen to it. Every single time we are at that fork in the road, what we see, (laughs) we have to ask ourselves, is this real? Is this what I really want? Why do I want that? Why do I want everyone to think how great I am, how special I am, how big I am, that I did this? Why do I want this? So there's something really interesting about the fork in the road. We get scared we're going to make the wrong decision once we're there, whatever the wrong decision could be. So next time you're where you need to make a decision, whether it's a job, a relationship, a conversation, when you're angry with someone, how do you want to deal with it? When you're raising your kids, when you're talking to your nieces or nephews, when you're interacting with your siblings as adults, I want you to visualize yourself literally standing at the fork in the road. There you are. And you see this like road of decisions this way and road of decisions that way. And I want you to take the wrong way first, mentally. I want you to look at that road, the one that either seems too good to be true or maybe not kind or maybe a place for you to just throw up your anger Take that road first in your mind and walk it through. Walk it through the beginning of that decision. What does that decision look like in conversation with yourself? Why does it look like that? What do you want from it? Why do you want that? What's missing in you that you need that solution? What's working in you that you want that solution? Take the wrong way first. Go through it. Live it in your mind. See what happens. Face the people you're going to interact with and put on them what your decision is if there's others involved. Walk it through, page by page, and see how you feel along the way because what you're going to find when you're going on that that path that's going to be one of those huge lessons as opposed to something you kind of enjoy feel through the nervousness of decisions you need from other people to make this work Because usually the wrong decision not only wants to take you down, it wants to take everything around you down because you need to learn how to stay up. You need to learn how to grow into the person who maybe may not make that decision again. And why? Well, that didn't work. I should have never dated that person. Big mistake. I'll know. That's not the mistake. The mistake is that in the beginning, you didn't walk yourself through 
how how would this end if it ended? Or how would this conclude? Or where was this taking me? I knew in my gut I shouldn't have dated that person, but it was just so tempting. It was easy. It was right there. I was lonely. So I went for it. All of a sudden you have this bag of tricks in your life. And now you have to deal with that. I knew something was off, but I thought I could fix it. I did that one over and over again. That one was my hardest lesson in my lifetime, was when I was at that fork in the road and I saw something that was broken. I was right there to save the day. Here I am to save the day. I did that all the time, over and over again, even when I knew I was taking on someone to save. And I learned a big lesson that I can't change anybody, even with all the love I could throw at them and pour at them. Why? Because they haven't gotten to the lessons they needed to even understand what I was doing. So later on in life, I started going, where does that wrong road take me? I've done that before. I got you now in the beginning. (laughs) And I'm almost like I'm trying to catch myself doing something like that. And the, and the way I, I had to learn to laugh at myself, like, what, what was I really thinking? I already knew that. I knew I wasn't going to stay. Why did I take a year or two out of my life to let it play out, only to find out what I already knew and have it prove itself to me over and over and over again? It wasn't that it was such a shock. It was just the experiences or their way of getting to another person, or their way of avoiding themselves only got better with them with me. And I realized, well, you know, I'm losing this war, whatever war I put myself in, which was my decision. I'm worn out, man. They they got their money's worth out of me. I'm out of here. And then I run. At the very least, at least I knew when I was hitting my head against the wall. But the bigger question was, why out of all the people in this world did I choose them? Because I wasn't in my tribe. I didn't know that then. I was going to someone else's tribe and trying to play by rules I didn't even understand. I would cry myself to sleep at night trying to figure out. I would even say out loud while I was falling asleep, I just don't understand. And it's because when I was at that fork in the road, I didn't take what gravitated towards me that was me, that I could grow me through. No, that would have been too easy. I chose the oh my God, I can help them. (gasps) Imagine if they just knew this and that and then their life will go on track. But what was my lesson? 
I found out that people are people are people. They're on their own track. And I have to decide if I want to ride on their track or not. And if I do, why do I want to ride on their track? What's better on their track? What do I understand on their track? Can I just be a friend and not have a relationship with them? That would have been wiser. Because over time, I would have seen that these people were not right for me. But I wanted everyone to be right for everyone. So now I look when I'm at that little fork in the road, and I say things to myself like, are you doing this again? Really? Stand back for a minute. Take your time. Be patient. Let yourself learn the facts before you jump into the picture. Are you just another one of the many stories of their life of people coming in trying to save them? Are they playing victim or are they real? Are there narcissistic tendencies here? Are you going to hit your head against the wall and beat it until you just cry yourself to sleep again? I do look at that wrong picture, only it takes me much faster and my decisions are much clearer because I did learn my lessons, thank God, and it took a while. It wasn't like it came easy. I just thought that, hey, I have so much strength, I can handle that. Why should I have to handle it? What if I took that energy and learned something new? Or challenged myself with someone who was already okay. I used to feel sorry for the people who weren't working and I'd offer them jobs with me and I didn't even have the money to pay them and I paid them before I paid my rent. Only to find out they didn't really want to work. That's why they weren't working. I just assumed they would want to work. That assumption cost me money, time, aggravation. And when I wasn't there in their life anymore, they still didn't work. I came in with my own assumptions. So I have to be careful. Hey, when I'm at that fork in the road, are my assumptions the ones in my head? Or are they real? Did everyone really beat up on this person? Or was this person creating situations for them? for people to, to run, not walk away. And I come in, and man, I'm going to make it different. This person's going to be so happy now. Really? Some, there were some, the way after the time of separation, that some good came out of it. It wasn't a total total waste of my life no even if you help one person so I tell myself that to help myself not feel like I couldn't help myself when I needed to so after you go down that road down that wrong way first think of it think it through have I been here before 
Have I done this before? Have I not learned my lesson? Did I learn my lesson? What did I learn? Because I really know deep inside this is the shiny penny right now. It's like glaring at me, pulling me. But why does my decision have to pull me? I want you to go down the other side of the road. Take your back to that neutral place, yourself back, and say, whatever decision I make, I'll stand by, but I want to think it through first. Remember what we said last week about let me sleep on it? Sleep on it as many nights as you need to until you can be excited, not burdened by your own decision-making. Remember that your time is your greatest asset in that do I want to put my time at this job that I know I'm going to be bored at? Or would I rather look for a job that will excite me or do a job or create a job that will make me feel like I'm alive? Or when you meet someone who's normally everyone else's project, why do you want to take them on? Oh, because I feel like I'm changing the world by helping people. Or I like helping people. Well, then help people, but create a separation between your private life and the life that you use, the part of your life that you use to help people. Don't invite them in to rob you of your energy. And you have to ask yourself, I've been in these situations before. Should I put myself there again? What difference will it make? Will it bring change? How positive can this be for everyone involved? Are they better left alone? Is it better for me to just pray for them? Is it better for me just to pray for myself? that I make the best decision. Should I be talking to God on this one? Yeah, maybe. Let me let me record myself and listen to that voice of mine. Let me hear what I have to say about this. Because you really do hear what you have to say. It's like you're your best friend when you can hear yourself because you're like, if someone came to me and said that, I'd be like, eh, don't do that. Or, hey, you might want to consider that. Did you ever think about... Because hearing anything out loud, hearing anything out loud is like the most sobering event of our minds. It's like, wow, I really do think that. Look at me. I sound like that. We forget how golden recording our own voices is. If there's ever a gold nugget, that's it. That's it right there. Talk to yourself out loud. Listen to your own voice when you are visualizing the right way to go. Because we all know it instinctively. We may not like what it says because what it says is that we have to put ourselves out there and fight for our soul. And that entails being super honest about our intentions, about what we are looking for, what we are wanting. We have to get used to using the language that expresses who we really are instead of who we think others want us to be 
or else we have changed. Now, in this very day, I am at a fork in the road. A big one. And I'm I'm standing there. <laughs> the the issue that came up happened the beginning of June. On July 4th, it was exactly a month. I had a conflict with another person, someone I love very much. But on that day, I realized something that was probably always there. It was said to me by the other person, and I was like, oh, my God, they're right. They're right. And it stunned me. And it hurt my feelings in a way because the truth came out. Their truth came out, and it was true. And it was so true that until this day, I haven't even had a second conversation. We wrote each other a little bit. We're kind to each other. We're pleasant. But I haven't been able yet to speak, verbally speak on it with them. I'm like stewing over here because I'm still at the fork in the road. And deep inside, I know what to do. I know every single day is validating it. But the more important part of that is I did rush myself into creating or reestablishing the way things were because now with this new information, I have to know if this is the best place for both of us. It's not in a relationship. It, it has to do with my work. And I have to really let myself stand there long enough to know that I'm not bringing my old habits to a new situation. The old habits that didn't serve me well, that want to people please, that want to make sure I owe it to my experience, all the experience I have and went through, to not accept certain things in my life. And as we get older, and now you've seen things come and go in your life and where you've landed, look at everything you had to reassess Redecide that you outgrew because that's what happens when we are done learning. We start to feel the change before the change hits us, right? It's almost like the, the wind is going in a different direction and you know it, but it's like still so slight that you're not sure if it really is or not. Standing at the fork in the road. We do it every day. And the better you get at making small decisions, 
is the better you get at making bigger decisions. The things that are naturally coming to the surface in my mind are things I say, I had that thought a year ago. I had that thought five years ago. I had that thought ten years ago. Oh, this is what it looks like. Well, what are my thoughts now? So as the days go on and and I figure a part of the puzzle out, I run to my computer. I have a page that's just open. And I write what it is. And at the end of it, I will have the story of my mind put together. But what I don't want to do is just jump back in out of fear that anyone will like me or not like me because the truth will decide that, my truth and their truth. Because that thing that Christ said never leaves my mind when he says, if a relationship of any kind, it doesn't just have to be romantic, that's only one kind. But if a relationship is not right for one soul, then it ultimately is not right for the other. We have to respect other people's decisions. And in that, we have to respect our own. Because if one of us isn't respecting ourselves, then we got to go back to that last scenario, the one that's the wrong way first. And the driver behind any decision we ever make, that first driver that, that gets us down to where we belong, is patience. When you are at that fork in the road, don't let anything get in the way between you and your decision. Don't let anything do that to you. You don't owe the world an answer you don't have yet. I'm going to say that one again. You don't owe the world an answer that you do not have yet. Because in that time you're making the decision... The decision is making itself through your truth. By now we all know what are we rushing for. The reason we do things that don't make sense is because we made a decision in a way that doesn't make sense. Really think about that. Well, I was in a rush. I just said yes. I was lonely. I just went out. We're learning to enjoy our own company to the point that what and who and why we invite things into our lives means something different than it ever did. One of the most important things we have on our plate is all of us is our health. We have to be healthy enough mentally and physically as healthy as we can be as of today. And the things we invite should provide, provide health emotionally and physically. If you need a filter question, 
what am I bringing in? And can I help without taking on the whole kit and caboodle? Because sometimes helping at arm's length works even better than getting so personally involved that it's your mission to that difference. I always think, you know, what if I died today? Have I helped if I made people dependent on me because I wanted to do everything for them? I had to understand why I loved that way. It's a big lesson. What a conversation. Today, think about where you're at when you're at that fork in the road. And ask yourself, how do I make decisions? How do I even make the decisions to do what I'm doing today? What what process do I follow? Really think about it. You guys, I love you. I will see you tomorrow on Relationship Wednesday. Have a great Tuesday and enjoy this day. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.